The following is a sermon from Pastor David Salinas of Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. Step on a crack, break your mother's back. Oh. Yelled little seven-year-old Leela to her twin sister Carmen and their little second grade brother, Carlos. Pisoteo una grieta y quiebra la espalda de tu mamá, gritaban los niños que estaban caminando a la escuela. The kids were having fun and of course they didn't, they didn't mostly believe that stepping on a crack while going to school was going to break your mother's back. But you know what? These seven-year-olds, they love their mom. And so when you're seven-year-old, you don't quite know, and so you don't take a chance. Estos niños jovencitos no pensaban totalmente que pisando, pisoteando una grieta en el piso iba a quebrar la, la espalda de su mamá. Pero a siete años, ellos no iban a arriesgarlo y estaban divirtiendo caminando hacia la escuela. Everybody was having a good time walking to school, jumping over all of these cracks, everyone except, that is, for Big Brother Dave. Ah, that Dave. I know, huh? He's in sixth grade, and with his sixth grade brain, he knows for sure that stepping on a crack on the ground is not going to do anything to compress your mother's vertebrae and spinal column. Este muchacho joven del sexto grado sabía muy bien con su cerebro de ya de 12 años de edad, que pisoteando una grieta no le iba a hacer nada a la espalda de su mamá. And so to prove how right he was, he didn't just, he didn't just step on the cracks going to school, he took his foot and he stomped on them. And he took his foot and he ground it with gritting teeth in the face of his little siblings. <gasps> oh my goodness! such callous disregard for mom's back. And it was having such a bad effect on his little brothers and sisters. Carlos, in fact, started to cry. Híjole, qué falta de respeto para la espalda de su mamá, este jovencito de, de 12 años. Y cómo estaba menospreciando los sentimientos de sus hermanitos. And so there he's crying. But, but Big Dave, he knows better, and so he just tells Carlitos, Shut up, man. Don't you know that stepping on a crack is good? Mom's back is just fine. Gosh! That's not a true story. It's a parable. No es historia de verdad. Nunca hice eso. Yo tormenté otros, pero en diferentes maneras. I tortured other people, but in different ways. We'll talk about that another time. It is a parable, though, my dear brother. And the parable is this. All of us who have been baptized into Jesus, all of us who have grown in our baptismal faith and, and come to confess that faith together in our study of God's Word. Todos los que hemos sido bautizados en Cristo, hemos estudiado la palabra, estamos de acuerdo con la, con la palabra. All of us are one family. And we are walking hand in hand on our way to glory, together. Estamos caminando juntos, como familia, of Sure Foundation Lutheran Church, 
And it doesn't matter if you speak English or Chinese or Spanish or whatever language, whatever culture, we are one family of brothers and sisters on our way to glory, walking hand in hand. Todos somos hermanos en Cristo Jesús, caminando hacia la gloria. That means many things. I mean, we could, many, many things. But among them, it means this. We are responsible, not just for ourselves, but for everybody around us. Lo que significa es que no solo somos responsables por nosotros mismos, pero por cada persona alrededor de nosotros. And the call for us as a family from the Lord is always this. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. Amense los unos al otros como yo los he amado. By this all men will know that you are my disciples. Astonishing, right? Not by the rightness of our doctrine, but by the obviousness of our love. All people will know that we are the people of Christ. No, por el nuestro amor se demuestra nuestro discipulado a Cristo Jesús. Wow! We stand on the cusp of a new ministry year. Estamos aquí a puntito de empezar un nuevo año en el ministerio. And we've got plans, guys. Brothers and sisters of Sure Found It, we have plans. I mean, we have good plans, big plans, God-glorifying plans to continue growing in Christ and sharing this message. Tenemos unos planes hermosísimos para compartir el mensaje de Cristo para crecer en nuestra fe en Cristo Jesús. And I want to bless these plans. I want to bless the socks off of these plans. I, I, want, I want to bless our ministry. Quiero bendecir estos planes, nuestro ministerio. I want to launch our love through the roof, to the moon. Quiero crecer nuestro amor hasta el espacio. All right? Open up your worship folders. Let's grow in love. I'll read it in English. Digan en español, por favor. Now about food sacrifice to idols, we know that we all possess knowledge. Knowledge puffs up. It's very, right? But love builds up. The man who thinks he knows something does not yet know as he ought to know, but the man who loves God is known by God. So then about eating food sacrifice to idols. We know, we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world and that there is no God but one. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords, so to speak, yet for us there is but one true God, the Father from whom all things came and for whom we live, and there is but one Lord Jesus Christ, through whom all things came and through whom we live. But not everyone knows this. There are little brothers and sisters. Some people are still so accustomed to idols that when they eat such food, they think of it as having been sacrificed to an idol. And since their conscience is weak, it is defiled. But food does not bring us near to God. We are no worse if we do not eat and no better if we do. Oh, be careful, however, that the exercise of your freedom does not become a stumbling block to the weak. For if anyone with a weak conscience sees you who have this knowledge eating in an idol's temple, won't he be emboldened to eat what has been sacrificed to idols? So this weak brother for whom Christ died is destroyed by your knowledge. When you sin against your brothers in this way and wound their weak conscience, 
you sin against Christ. Therefore, if what I eat causes my brother to fall into sin, I'm going to be a vegetarian. I will never eat meat again so that I will not cause him to fall. Diogenes receives an invitation, a written invitation. It reads, Chiron, your dear friend, invites you to the first birthday party of his little daughter, Telestia, tomorrow at the temple of Lord Saradis at 8 o'clock. Recibe una invitación, un hombre llamado Diogono, a la fiesta del primer año del birthday party de su hijita de su amigo. Diogenes, he's happy because he hasn't seen Chiron in a long time, and he knows there will be good food and there's going to be good company, but there's a problem. You see, in Corinth, the rental halls for parties were the temples, the churches, to these false gods. Había un problema que en Corintio, los salones de renta para fiestas eran al mismo tiempo templos a los dioses falsos. And Diogenes, between the last time that he had gone there and this new invitation, had become a Christian. And so going to this temple just felt wrong. And this issue of the place, este problema del lugar a donde ir a hacer esta fiesta, that wasn't the only thing causing Diogenes problems, and, and for many Christians in Corinth. There was also the problem of the meat, la parrillada, la carne deliciosa que iban a servir en esta fiesta, because this meat had been sacrificed on the altar of this God, and a portion of it was served to all of the guests. And there were Christians in Corinth who just felt uncomfortable. Habían cristianos que sentían muy, muy molestos about this. It's kind of like, it's, you know what it's kind of like? Should I shop at Target or get a, a coffee at Starbucks because I know that these companies support maybe gay rights? Or another shop that I know supports not only the good maybe good medical benefits that Planned Parenthood pr provides, but also the abortions they perform. Es como si nosotros fuéramos una tienda que apoyaba cosas que nosotros ya sabemos no son correctos. What would we do? Or Halloween. That's another big one. Should Christians dress up as monsters or ghouls or short-skirted French maids on Halloween? Nos disfrazamos como monstruos o, o en otra manera como en Halloween? So it's causing some problems, right? Here's a principle. Aquí está un principio muy importante de reconocer, a very important principle. Areas where of freedom, and by freedom I mean this. These are areas that God in the Bible has never said, you must do this or you have to forbid to do this, but I want you to use your wisdom to do what's beneficial and give the clearest confession that you have. Una área de, de, de libertad es algo que Dios no ha mandado ni ha prohibido en su palabra, pero simplemente haz lo mejor para dar una buena confesión, para hacer lo que es beneficial para el otro prójimo. These are areas of freedom. In these areas, they can bring out and expose areas of weakness. This is what was happening in Corinth. Because these people, they, I mean, they, they looked at this meat and they had this belief that, that the spirits of the gods, the idols, would somehow be soaked up into the meat and if a Christian ate this meat, he could be possessed. Los cristianos ahí tenían este mal entendimiento que si comían esta carne, iban a absorber el espíritu de los ídolos. 
And so they looked at this meat, and they just said, no way, I can't touch it. Yo no me voy a disfrazar para Halloween, porque esto, ugh, no. But here, my brothers and sisters, is a humongous principle. And I mean, this is something I hadn't seen quite like I did when I looked at this portion of God's word. Aquí hay un principio tremendísimo que yo no noté hasta ver esta misma palabra. This area of freedom that can expose an area of weakness is precisely the opportunity for the brothers and sisters who do not have that weakness to be like Jesus to their little brothers and sisters. Isn't it true? Tell me this isn't true. Díganme que no es verdad. How often time, when you recognize the weakness of others, that becomes your opportunity to get frustrated. How in the world can they think that? ¿Cómo en todo el mundo pueden pensar eso? How can they do that? Doesn't he get it yet? ¿A poco no lo está captando ahorita? Oh my goodness, what in the world is the matter with you? Get your head out of the clouds. Come on, snap out of it. But it's precisely where you are most frustrated with somebody else and their weakness that Jesus is giving you this golden opportunity to love them like he loved you because you are weak too. Aquí precisamente en esta área de debilidad tenemos la oportunidad santa y hermosa y de oro de amar a un prójimo como Cristo nos amó a todos nosotros porque cada uno de nosotros somos débiles también. And this is what Paul is telling the big brothers and sisters in Corinth. This is what he's telling the Daves in Corinth. He's saying, he's saying, I want you to have regard for the weakness of the people around you. Quiero que tomen en cuenta la debilidad of the people around you and love them. And, and Paul says this. He says, mira, you are absolutely right, Big Dave. Stepping on a crack is not going to break mama's back. An idol is nothing in the world. And there is only but one God. Agreed. And he's telling that even to lift up the weak. San Pablo está diciendo, estoy de acuerdo que no hay nada malo con pisotear una grieta. No le va a hacer nada a la espalda de tu mamá. No hay un Dios en todo el mundo excepto el verdadero, el único Dios. But then he says, please, not everybody has this knowledge. No todos piensan esto. And you have this golden opportunity. Love builds up. Step into it and love each other as Jesus loved. Brothers and sisters, hermanos y hermanas, look around you. Will you love each other as Jesus loved you? Se amarán los unos a los otros como Cristo los amó ustedes. Will you have not just patience, regard, but yes, I'm going to say this right. Cherish and embrace the weaknesses of the people around you. Que hasta aprecien las debilidades de las personas alrededor de ti because that is your golden opportunity to be like Jesus and to love them like they've never been loved before. Porque ahí está la oportunidad de hacer como Cristo Jesús y amarse los unos a los otros como nunca. Will you do that? 
Oh my goodness, how important it is beyond critical that we love one another that way. Because if we don't, si no nos amamos los unos a los otros en esa manera como Cristo nos amó, if we don't, we will give a very poor confession to the people of the world. Francis Schaeffer, the theologian, was right. If you Christians do not love, if we do not love each other, then the world has a right to question the truthfulness of our, of our faith. Si nosotros no nos amamos los unos a los otros como Cristo nos amó a nosotros, el mundo tiene el derecho de dudar nuestra veracidad como cristianos. But not only that, when we do not love one another like Jesus loved us, cuando nosotros no nos amamos los unos a los otros como Él nos amó a nosotros, cuando nosotros no tomamos esta oportunidad de amarnos en nuestras debilidades, when we do not take this opportunity to love each other in our weaknesses, then we take a hand in destroying one another. This is what Paul was telling the Corinthians. Look at that verse 11. Miren el versículo 11 aquí. This is a scary, scary verse. Telling those big brother Daves, listen, if you do this and you keep eating it and, and you don't take the time to love them, you're going to embolden these Christians to go against their conscience, and this is the problem. So this weak brother for whom Christ died is destroyed by your knowledge. If we do not love each other, you know what it's like? It's what, this is what it's like. Your, your little brother or sister is walking hand in hand with Jesus, walking hand in hand, and maybe Jesus himself is skipping over all of those cracks. Quizás hasta Jesús está brincando, saltando esas grietas en el piso. But you come up behind your little brother, and you grab them by the waist, and you snatch them from Jesus' arms, and you throw them into the street, into an oncoming traffic where there's a semi-truck being driven by Satan to splatter them. And Jesus turns and sees this in slow motion and screams in horror, No! Si nosotros no nos amamos, es como si agarráramos un hermano o hermana, lo arrebatáramos de las manos de Jesús, lo aventáramos a la calle a ser destruido. Will you and I love each other like he loved us? Will we cherish the weaknesses, not just the good qualities, I mean the weaknesses of each other, and take the time to lift each other up? Nos amaremos así. Will 2018 then be for us a very blessed year of ministry? Yes. Absolutely, 100% yes. And you know how I know that? ¿Quieren saber cómo sé que sí se van a amar como Cristo? Because every single one of us, to a last man, woman, and child, has this knowledge. When you were absolutely powerless. Cada uno de nosotros sabemos esto. Cuando nosotros no teníamos ningún poder. When we were utterly, utterly weak. That's when Jesus swooped in and loved us to the end. When you and I were still sinners. Blind, dead, rotting enemies of God. Cuando nosotros todavía éramos enemigos de Cristo... Enemigos de él pudriendo. Enemigos de él ciegos. Es ahí cuando Cristo vino y murió por cada uno de nosotros. It is then and there that Jesus 
died for you. You, my little Joshua. That's you. And you and I know this. Cada uno sabemos esto. There is no idol in the world, and there is, an idol is nothing, and there is no way an idol can, can connect itself to any type of food in this world. No way. But you know Jesus. Conocen que un ídolo no es nada, no se puede conectar a una comida en este mundo, pero sí conocen a Cristo Jesús. And you know that because he knows your weakness and your need for mercy and help to be washed clean of your pride, to be forgiven and to be lifted up, your great God did connect himself in an intimate way to the bread and the wine of his own holy supper. Él se ha conectado al pan y al vino de la Santa Cena, and he comes to you to feed you and to give you his love, his forgiveness, his mercy, and his compassion. Viene con su Santa Cena a alimentarlos con su misericordia, su compasión y su amor. And that knowledge is power. That food of immortality that is the Lord's Supper is power. You are strong. Strong to love. Strong to sacrifice. Strong to look at the weaknesses of the people around you and embrace them as just your opportunity to show that love. Ese mensaje de Cristo es poder. Es una potencia increíble. A amar, a sacrificar, a demostrar una misericordia para el prójimo, imitando a Cristo Jesús, tomando la oportunidad de ver las debilidades de la gente alrededor como nuestra oportunidad de amarnos como Cristo nos amó a nosotros. And so my heart leaps for joy. Está brincando ahorita mi corazón. Do you know why? Because I see the kingdom of Satan crumbling one brick at a time here in New York City. Yo veo el reino de Dios cayendo un tabique al tiempo aquí en la gran ciudad de Nueva York. And I see brothers and sisters of many different cultures and languages holding hands, walking together in one God towards one Lord Jesus Christ from whom are all things and through whom we live. Yo veo a hermanos y hermanas de todos partes del mundo, todas culturas y idiomas caminando juntos en Cristo Jesús en unidad y en paz. And I know that we will be blessed because I know that already your hearts have been ignited with a great love. Yo sé que sus corazones han sido provocados con un amor increíble. And yes, I see you walking hand in hand with your brothers and sisters, skipping over those cracks, saltando esas grietas, los veo, even going vegetarian. I mean, I see you guys loving each other in your weaknesses and taking the time to have the compassion and the mercy and to love each other like Christ in those areas. Yo los veo amándose los unos a los otros como Cristo. And so I see us all growing up beautiful and strong. Los veo creciendo hermosísimamente y fuertes. God bless us. The Lord Jesus strengthen us to love one another. And for you and me, Sure Foundation Lutheran, the sky's the limit. <laughs>